by Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah 59 and verse 14, that's where we're going to start with here this evening. And that's where we find the title of my message, Truth is Fallen in the Street. Isaiah 59 and verse 14. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Our Heavenly Father, we do ask for your direction here tonight. Uh, guide and direct me as you would have me to pre preach and to speak. I only say what you say and refrain from saying those things I should not say. But God, I pray that you'd also fill every individual in the pew this evening, fill them with thy spirit so they can hear, understand, uh, the truths of their life that you'd have for them this evening. For we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. There's a story about Darius, the king of Persia, and it goes that he had a, a big feast for 127 of his governors and famous people. Uh, four men of the king's guard uh, entered into a contest at the request of the king, and the contest was, and they would receive reward, a reward, a gold uh, necklace and, and a place of honor at the king's court. But the four men were chosen, and uh, they were going to speak on, uh, 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 give a short speech on what was uh, the strongest thing that they could uh, come up with. And so one man stood to speak a strong word, and he said, wine is strongest. Wine is strongest. Then he, he proceeds to give his case reason that wine is strongest and he told of the influence that wine has on, on the whole nation that wine had on families and individuals and on homes and such uh, there in Persia so he presented his case and he shouts one more time wine is strongest then the second guy gets up and he says uh, he gave the, his word and he says the king is strongest yes the king is strongest and then he began to wax eloquent on uh, why he believed that the king was uh, strongest and how the king had the, the power and, uh, to rule over all the people in the land and how his decisions affected everyone there in Persia. And so he shouts in clo closing, the king is the strongest. Then the third guy stands up and he shouts these words, woman is strongest. Then he proceeded again to uh, eloquently why he felt that the woman was the strongest and how that, uh, you know, they, how they say every, behind every good man is a strong, good woman. And uh, he goes on and, and say, uh, uh, just talks about how uh, the woman has such an influence on a, a nation. And so he is finished with his statement. He shouts out the strongest. Then the fourth guy, he shouts out his sentence and he says, truth is strongest. Truth. Is strongest and he gives his argument for truth and by the time he had finished his argument I mean the, the crowd of people at the feast of, of Darius they they were shouting great is truth great is truth and uh, truth is greater than wine truth is greater than the king truth is greater than woman and the winner of the uh, strongest statement was uh, that member of the king's guard who shouted truth is strongest now i i just wanted to share that illustration with you because i agree truth is a mighty strong thing powerful thing 
And I want to speak here tonight on this subject, truth is fallen in the street. We've already read the verse there in Isaiah 59, 14. And it's a really an unusual statement that, is, uh, that we have before us here. The verse liken, likens life to a street and or uh, uh, an expressway. And so it says that there, was, there has been uh, something fallen in the street. It says truth specifically has fallen in the street. And because truth has blocked the street, equity cannot get by. And so you can see the illustration as used here about truth um, being falling in a street, blocking the street, equity cannot get by. And consequently, judgment is turned away backward, it says. Judgment drives down the street, comes to a blockade here, and finds that truth has fallen in the street. There's no way to get by it. And so judgment turns around. There's no proper judgment when truth has fallen in the street. Why, again, why did he turn around? Because truth has fallen. It goes on, it says, justice standeth far off. Justice comes down the road and, and wants to get by, but justice cannot get by, again, because uh, truth has fallen in the street. There's no truth. If there is no truth, there is no justice. If there is no truth, there is no judgment. Judgment is turned away backward and justice stands afar off. Uh, you know, they say, I, I, we can't get by. There's no way. And truth has fallen in the street. Now, I want you to just, you know, this may be a little bit different of type of message, but the Bible says here, truth has fallen in the street and equity cannot enter. Now, here are these three travelers. Judgment justice, equity. All of them are halted in their tracks. They cannot move forward uh, because truth has fallen. Uh, consequently, there is a, you could say, a traffic jam. And so when, when uh, uh, somebody blocks the street, nothing can get, get through. And apparently because truth has fallen in the street, nothing can get through. Isaiah looks at his generation. He says, you know, we have one great problem. Judgment has to turn and go back. Justice has, has to stand afar off. And equity can't get by. Why? It is because the truth has fallen in the street. Now, you want to know why we have communism being taught in our universities or many of the universities in America? You know, I guess people really didn't know what was going on until just recently they become more aware, or more people have, I should say, I know back in the 70s that this was a problem uh, of communism being taught in some universities. And we won't go back and talk about that, but we're here now. Truth is no law, it, it, it's not truth anymore. What they call truth is not truth. And we are going to have confusion when that takes place. We're going to have riots. Okay, we've seen that a lot happen, haven't we? We're going to have uh, communist hotbeds. We're going to have riots on our college, your state universities because some conservative speaker is daring to say something they don't agree with. There is going to be burning of buildings, burning of, of cars, looting of buildings or of, of businesses, and, and we're going to have trouble. You say, well, we already are there. Yeah, you're right. But we're going to have anarchy. 
We're going to, and we have seen it in the streets of America. But what we need is, is somebody to stand up and say, let's get truth up again. Let, let's quit uh, uh, justice and equity and judgment because truth has fallen in the streets. You know, if you ask the average professor today, um, and, you know, they will tell you that there's nothing to truth. They'll say that it's all relative. There are no absolutes at all in the, in the world. And we are all for part of the truth. Everything is relative. Nothing is absolutely right. That's what a lot of the, some of the psychobabble that comes from the mouths of the liberals in our day. But folks, I suggest to you that two plus two still equals four. I know you were waiting to see if I'd get it right. But that's true. It, it doesn't change. It, it's the same. Now, I know there are some that advocate, you know, what we ought to do is really you can't say two plus two equals four. If little Johnny doesn't get it right, we don't want to, uh, uh, you know, offend him. So uh, we don't tell anybody they're wrong. Uh, we need someone to stand up and say, no, that is wrong. This is right. This is truth. And there is error all around us. And the way we can know error is by knowing the truth. But, and, and, and you know, I, I think one of the reasons that we have seen a movement, uh, seems like a moving away from the churches worldwide, away from Christianity, and, uh, and one of the reasons is because there's no truth. Truth has fallen in the streets. Equity cannot pass. Judgment turns around, goes back. Justice stands afar off. Why? Because truth has fallen in the streets. When you have churches who are not even sure what truth is, when you have churches who are denying the absolute truth of God's word, is it any wonder we have uh, uh, people saying they couldn't put confidence in that? I could not. Listen, as a, as a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church, we must always stand and proclaim, Thus saith the Lord. This is what's right. This is truth. And as long as truth is, is relative, as long as a, a uh, dogmatic position is unpopular, or you can't, you're too narrow-minded, or as long as a preacher stands in the pulpit and doubts the word of God, then casts reflections upon the interpretation of the Bible, saying, well, that, that isn't really accurate. Our churches will launch in failure and mediocrity. It's, uh, uh, we must stand up and say, this is the truth. This is truth. Stand up and, and prop up the truth. You say, well, some people say, well, you can't build the church that way. People will not, they don't always want to hear the truth. That is true. Paul warned us that time would come when they desire to have their ears tickled and they don't want the truth. But folks, we are not listening to, we're not taking polls. We're not taking a, to see how, what's the most popular message to give. We are, we have a mandate given to us by God that says we are to tell to preach, to proclaim the truth. And until God uh, returns or until uh, we die, may that be what we do here. And so if, if, if we want to see uh, the word 
go forth and we want to see people saved and we want to see the church grow and, and then we must stick with what God has told us to do. This is truth. This is error. This is right. This is wrong. There is no uh, gray areas. It's very clear uh, when you lay it up against the Word of God. I believe there is truth and I believe in error. I believe in good. I believe in evil. There is evil in our world. Um, we can see it in our the Russian leader. I believe there's some evil that lies in his heart. And uh, we can see it in, in many of these uh, individuals in our world. Again, no time to go through all of that. But uh, I believe in it. I believe there is right and I believe there is wrong. I, I don't want anybody to ever walk through the doors of this church and wonder or be uncertain about the fact where we stand on the truth. May they, they may not agree. They may not uh, uh, receive Christ. But they'll know that we believe this book, God's Word, is true, is right. And it's uh, uh, the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. And so that, that, may that be the case that um, as long as it stands, truth that is, as long as it's promoted and stands, then uh, uh, equity will be able to get through. Judgment, uh, justice will be able to get through because we hold up the truth. And as long as truth stands, righteousness can get by, uh, and so forth. So when there's no truth, the criminals, boy, they, they can just stick their tongue out at the authorities, at the government, and say and walk the streets freely, kind of like what we see happening right now. Truth has fallen in the street. Truth is saying, well, uh, we know he killed somebody, but he deserves another chance. That's not true. Truth is is saying this is wrong, this is right. We are very clear on this. You break the law, there's a punishment that should be meted out towards you. Uh, truth says that we should defend our, our, our land by uh, uh, you know, blocking our borders from just anybody coming in. But you notice how they change the truth. And what to them, what truth is, is not real truth. It, what is so obvious to us what is so simple to us, uh, many in our day and age, uh, as Paul warned us would happen, but uh, they have changed what is true and try to deceive people, double talk, manipulate. And, but the fact is, truth has fallen in the street and we need to prop it back up, at least in the church. May we never compromise to the point where people will come in and say, you know, I'm not sure where he'll fall on this issue. I'm not sure where he'll fall on uh, what, uh, uh, about abortion, about homosexuality, about uh, the Word of God, about Jesus Christ, uh, him being born of a virgin and dying on a cross and being resurrected. No, we don't know if they'll believe that same thing next year. We better. Oh, may we, till the day uh, we die, be preaching truth in this place. As long as there is no truth, when truth falls in the streets, fascists uh, uh, fascist will, they, they will come out of the woodwork and, and they will defy our nation. They will burn our flags and they will laugh at our laws and they'll still walk around in the streets of America free. And we see it. There's only one great problem that we face in America today. Somebody He's going to have to get back to holding up the truth so justice and equity and judgment can, can uh, 
pass in the streets of America. You know, it bothers me when I hear of a church closing its doors. Doesn't it bother you? I mean, you, you hear of churches that have been there for years, and, and all of a sudden, now their doors are closed. What even bothers me more is the number of churches, that, especially in England and Europe, that have been converted from a church to a mosque or from a church to a bar. What a sad thing. Truth has fallen in the street. And oh, I, I, I know what they say, and, and you've heard uh, maybe this said in, in uh, educational settings or in the media. Uh, this is a new age. Come on. This is a new age. We have to change with the changing times. Who says? Who says we should change with the changing times? Let it be known that we here at the Niles Baptist Church say loud and clear, truth, truth does not die. And that's the second point I wanted to bring out. Truth never dies. It may fall in the street. It may seem to be denied or, or changed in, by many in our society, but it never dies. They can deny it if they want. They can change things and say, you know what, we don't believe in hell, so... We don't have to worry about it. Oh, that doesn't change the truth. Doesn't change the truth. You could get up today and say, I don't believe that there's a sun out there. It doesn't change the truth that that sun is still there shining, even when the clouds are there. And God is still in control. Truth never dies. Uh, and, and, uh, and again, I know what they say, but may we make it loud and clear. We believe the truth. I'll go a step further. God says truth never dies. God says that. Truth may fall, and when truth falls, you know what happens? There's great havoc in our land, anarchy in the streets, chaos. Uh, these things are inevitable when truth uh, falls in the streets. But even with this happening, truth never dies, never dies. Truth is always the same. Um, again, I use Math as an illustration, two times two is always four. And the Bible is still the word of God, regardless. It's the truth. Jesus Christ is still the virgin uh, son uh, of God. Also, uh, our, our natures are sinful by nature. We are born into sin. Christ died for sinners. We must, ye must be born again to get to heaven. There is a heaven that is, has a golden street and gates of pearl, and uh, uh, there's a hell that has real fire in it, and torment. Uh, you know, we, we've all heard some of these uh, speakers, preachers today, very popular, uh, very uh, modern uh, preachers who say, you know, hell is not real. It's a, uh, it's a uh, what do they call it? A, it's a spiritualism that is used in the word of God. And that it's not uh, real, that there's no real fire. And, and they, they almost just make a mockery of the word of God. Well, if I believed that there was no hell, if I believed that Jesus Christ lied about there, and by the way, he preached often about hell, then what, I, I would get out of the ministry. Why in the world would I stand here to, uh, day, week after week preaching from this book right here if I didn't believe it? And uh, if I believed there was no hell, I would stop preaching. I would I'd just, go, just go fishing, I guess. But if I believed there was no hell, I would, um, 
I wouldn't work at uh, another day to, to do, uh, what I, in, in, or at least in the ministry. If I believed there was no hell, I wouldn't tell people that they need to get saved. What are they getting saved from? Um, if I believed that to be true. But folks, truth does not change. Just because it may not be politically correct in our day and age, uh, it's still true. Hell is real. Heaven is real. And uh, heaven is not open to, uh, well, I rephrase that. Heaven is open to everyone, but not everyone is going to heaven unless they go God's way through the blood of Jesus Christ. So truth does not change. It never changes. Just because you have a degree doesn't change the truth. Well, you know, I've studied biology for uh, 50 years, and I've uh, taught this, uh, uh, the fact of evolution, and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't change the truth one bit. Not one bit. All the, all, all the attempts to destroy the Word of God, uh, to prop up lies and error, it's not going to change any truth at all. God's Word still stands. The truth still stands. It never dies. Hell is still a real place of fire and torment. Christ is still God's Son. The Bible is still true. Uh, uh, heaven is still a real place of glory. Uh, salvation is still available to whosoever. And the new birth is still a necessity. If, that is, if you want to go to heaven, truth does not die. Truth does not die. Then, secondly, truth needs assistance. Um, truth is fallen in the street. Equity cannot enter judgment, justice. Why? Again, because of the truth being fallen in the street. And uh, it, it does not die. We've seen that. But, you know, truth does need some help. It needs some assistance. Remember the story of the Ethiopian eunuch? Oh, I love that story, don't you? There in Acts chapter 8. Philip is, has been transported from this great revival meeting, and now he's out in the desert. And, and he's running along here as he sees this chariot go, uh, go by and he hears this man reading from the book of isaiah and so he starts uh, you know running along the chariot says hey understandest thou what thou readest and the ethiopian eunuch says how can i uh, if if no i don't have anybody to except some man should guide me he says there in acts chapter 8 now if there is one chapter in the bible that would tell a man how well Isaiah chapter 53 is a great chapter for that. And this is what the Ethiopian eunuch is reading. If there's one chapter in the Old Testament that pictures Jesus Christ, uh, the Savior of the world, dying for the sins of mankind, Isaiah chapter 53. What a great place. And if there's one chapter in the Old Testament, the, the scriptures, uh, that was all that they really had. They didn't even have all the Word of God, obviously that would tell him easily and simply how to be saved, Isaiah 53. It was no coincidence that his, uh, he had that portion of Scripture and was reading from it and, quite frankly, was puzzled by it, couldn't understand it. And he shouted, how can I accept some man guide me? And Philip said, well, that's what I'm here for. God brought me here just for this. And look, folks, sometimes truth needs some help. Now, I don't mean the fact that uh, it, it, it never dies. We know that. It's always stand uh, on its own. But um, God wants us to take this truth 
and get it out to a lost and dying world. People are deceived and blinded uh, from the gospel. Truth needs proclaiming. It needs to be taught. It needs to be preached. It needs to be declared. And that's why the Holy Spirit inspired the Apostle Paul to, uh, or excuse me, the Apostle Luke who wrote Acts, why he inspired him to quote the eunuch saying, how can I except some man guide me? We talked about that this morning, that, that, that of being a soul winner, we all ought to be burdened for souls. It's not just for the pastor or the missionary or the deacon or the Sunday school teacher. Every born again Christian uh, ought to be hear that cry. How can I understand this except some man, some woman, some teenager guide me? And so what is coming from many of our seminaries and, and our uh, Bible colleges, quite honestly, I, I, I must confess that these theological theology classes is uh, just a lot of garbage, to be quite frank with you. There are many that are worthless. Uh, you might as well go to a, a university uh, because they, there's individuals there that are denying the Word of God, but yet they try to teach some of the Word of God. Listen, you can't pick and choose. This is all God's Word. It's all absolute truth. And so, but my, my point is, they, they just say, uh, they come out of some of these seminaries, some of these theological seminaries, and they say, well, we, we need to teach a more positive message. We need to get away from all that negative stuff. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't want to talk about sin. That's, that, that, that's too hard for people to deal with. That's hard. We don't want to talk about hell. No, in fact, uh, you, you know, whether you believe it or not, that's okay. But listen, you know, they talk about being positive. You tell old uh, John the, the Baptist uh, about, hey, John, you know, you just need to be a little more positive in your preaching. The fact of the matter is, truth will, is truth. It, it, some of it is glorious, and boy, it's great to see. Some of it's going to just beat us uh, upside the head because it, it convicts us. It reveals who we really are. And so, they, uh, you know, Luke chapter 3, talking about John the Baptist, he said to the multitude that came forth to be baptized, some of these religious characters, listen to how he beckons them, to, encourages them. Old generation of vipers. Uh, doesn't sound like he, he got the memo on being positive. Who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Boy, now, John, if you could have more people come, if you'd just be a little more positive. And so the Bible's full of preaching, by the way, that warned people of judgment, that warned people of the wrath of God. Uh, truth, though, today has fallen in the street. You know, um, I don't believe anybody has walked through the doors of this church in the 185 years of its existence that didn't at least have a, an understanding that, you know, those folks, they, they believe that book. They believe that that is the word of God, and they, they believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. And, and I, I pray by the grace of God that it will uh, never change in that aspect until the Lord returns. I don't want anyone to ever sit in the pews of this church and wonder what we, where we come down on what we believe about the Bible, about the Lord Jesus Christ. 
what our position is, what this preacher's position is on the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. No, we want to make that clear. I, I, you know, I, I may have uh, preached sermons that are way too long. Don't say amen to that. I know it's, it may be true. I may have preached sermons that maybe I was a little too loud, maybe rare on rare, rare, rare occasions. Sometimes I may not use the best grammar, though I do try, but that, you know how it, it goes. I may not use the best homiletics, uh, but there's one thing that uh, I've, uh, I've been driven to do, and I, I believe that you can say, when folks walk through the door of this church, they walk out knowing that that preacher believes that book. And may that be the case. I believe this is God's word. The Bible is true. Uh, we don't get up here and say, now, we're not sure where to come down on these issues of the day. Uh, we're not sure what to believe. No, we do know because the Bible tells us so. It's just as simple as that little child song. Uh, yes, praise the Lord, the Bible tells me so. And so once truth, though, has fallen from the pulpits of America, from the pulpits of churches across this world, it will block traffic. And uh, the way will not be made uh, plain. The way to heaven will be confusing. The way of simple doctrine is going to be confused. Truth has fallen in the street. Uh, once it stood strong and erect, but once truth standing saying, this is the way. But now, once truth uh, did point people to the way, but uh, it uh, now has fallen in the street. Let me give you one more point. If there's no truth, there is no way. And I did a play on that. That's N-O, no truth, no way. Well, then K-N-O, no truth, no way. You'll know K-N-O, the way. And so the one who said, I am the way. What also, what did he, also did he say? I am the way and I am the what? Truth. I am the way, I am the truth. When truth falls, the way falls. For he who, who is truth is always the way. And so that is why equity couldn't get by because truth had fallen uh, and, and uh, was blocking uh, equity from getting through. That's why judgment could not get by. It had, had to turn back. That's why justice could not get close. It had to stand afar off uh, uh, because truth had fallen. And that, again, equity could not enter. It had to turn back. It had to uh, uh, be denied. Um, the story of John Wycliffe is interesting. John Wycliffe was, uh, if you read history, you'll find that he was martyred for his faith put to death, but they hated this man. They hated him with a passion, uh, and just because he preached the word of God. They hated him so much that when he died, they dug up his grave and got his body and burned his body, and then they took the ashes and threw it in a river. That's how much they hated him, but it's interesting. Fox's Book of Martyrs, they, it says, um, he writes, God made it so, for the ashes and the body of John Wycliffe was as his message. His ashes were placed in the Avon River, and from there they floated to the sea, and from there they floated to the small seas, and from there they floated to the oceans, and from there around the world. For the truth that John Wycliffe preached cannot die, 
and his body did as, as his truth. It went around the world. Amen. They can kill the preacher. They can close down churches, but they will never silence truth. Oh, uh, Jeremiah found that to be the case. King burned his words, the words of God, but uh, they could not change that. Uh, God just had him write it again. God, give us some teachers in, in, in schools and universities that will stand and say, this is truth. This is right. That is wrong. May we have people that will stand and clearly define truth once again. When we do that, then we're going to see and raise some politicians who will stand for truth. You know, we've had, I don't know, maybe two generations of people that have been indoctrinated and anti-God, anti-American teachings. But uh, the truth is what's going to set them free. Truth. And, and we'll, we'll not only see politicians who stand for the truth, but we'll have some leaders who will stand for truth. Uh, and, and, but not as long as we uh, do not say, this is right, this is wrong, this is truth, this is error. You know, today, you don't, they tell us, you can't be dogmatic. You cannot be sure. You cannot narrow and have such a, uh, a narrow perspective of things. No, no, that doesn't work that way. Nobody today wants to be absolute. They say you cannot be absolute. There are no absolutes. Nobody says this, as John said, this is it. They don't say that anymore. Consequently, truth has fallen in the streets. When, when you have a leader, a teacher, a politician who doesn't even know what truth is, who uh, is not even sure how to define truth, or who is more concerned about being politically correct or accepted by society than they are of telling the truth, then truth has fallen in the streets. Uh, everybody today is looking for answers. Our president, God bless him, he, uh, he needs somebody, doesn't he? He needs somebody in the White House who's going to say, Mr. President, this, this is right. The Bible is right. Abortion is wrong. They need, Mr. President, uh, uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. That's the right way. Man with man, woman with woman, that's wrong. We don't hate those people. We want to help those people, but it's wrong. It's sin. Telling little boys that they can be little girls and not have to tell mommy and daddy what that, what's going on in schools, uh, that is wrong. I mean, it's very clear to us. It's very plain. But, oh, wouldn't it be wonderful to have somebody there in the White House who will stand up and say, this is the way, Mr. President, that we should be going. This is truth. This is right. And, uh, uh, and this is what's wrong. When truth falls in the street, the Supreme Court becomes confused. And boy, we have some sitting on the uh, benches of all across America on, as judges who are very confused. Uh, they're, again, politicians. They're, they're uh, radicals. When truth falls, our Congress knows not what laws to make. And they pass such ridiculous laws that are very hurtful for our nation. When truth falls in the street, our president gropes in darkness. 
When truth falls in the street, our young folks become anarchists. When truth falls in the street, every man does that which is right in his own eyes. For that which is truth is that which he thinks is truth. And therefore, he now becomes his own God. He becomes his own leader, his own president, his own king, his own power. And his mind becomes the object of his worship. He knows so much. And he will obey only himself because truth is relative. If every man seeks that which he thinks is truth, then truth stumbles in the street. Equity cannot get by. Justice fails. Judgment fails. Churches where, where the truth is preached have really, think about it, if the, this book is followed, if this book is preached and taught and lived by, those churches aren't going to have the problems that a lot of the liberal churches would have. I mean, there's going to be true unity because this book brings people together. Uh, the truth does bring us together. Truth always opens up the way. And, and uh, truth, uh, uh, the truth of God's word will bring harmony, uh, th that our, our uh, minds, our, our hearts will be united. And it, it, is, it is error that blocks the way. Uh, truth always allows equity to pass through and always allows judgment and justice to Truth, when it is standing erect, always points the right way. It's kind of like the compass. You know, you, if a good working compass will always point which direction? To the north. It's dependable. Uh, the north star, uh, of course, is going to be in the north. Those things are dependable. You can look and say, I really don't know where I'm at, but if I can see that star, I'll know which direction I'm going. And with Jesus Christ, with God's word, with the truth, it's just like that. It doesn't move. It doesn't change. We can always go to it and say, you know what? I may be confused about some things in this world, but this book sure clarifies it. I know what direction to go. I know what I am to do. We can be confident. Truth must be preached, whether it's popular or unpopular, whether accepted or rejected, whether liked or hated. Uh, 28 years ago, when I became the pastor of the Knobs Baptist Church, I promised God that I would preach truth, his word, to the best of my ability, uh, and, and that I would preach truth, uh, uh, what I thought was truth. And um, again, as I said earlier, I may have made some mistakes, may have made a lot of mistakes, I'm sure, uh, no doubt. I, uh, but I have preached what I believe is truth. I've tried to stick with this book right here. For 28 years, we have not tried to mince words of where we stand or what we believe. We have done our best to be faithful to the truth of God's word. Now, in so doing, we have pointed others to Jesus Christ. That's what happens when you preach truth, when you teach truth, when you live truth. For he who is the truth is the way. I am the way, he said. I am the truth. Now, listen, Jesus said this clearly in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth. Uh, when truth falls in the street, Christ is not exalted. For he is the truth. This means that, that the way also dies. And, and when the way dies, people are uncertain. They have a, a life dies. There's, there's no life without the truth, without the way. 
And it's truth that initiates the way that brings a person to light. Listen to this, John 8, 32. Um, and all of it hinges on the truth. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the truth is not preached, it's not taught, you won't know the way. If the way is not known, then you will not have life. Folks, we have many churches that are teaching every Sunday, and, but not all of them are teaching truth. Uh, maybe it's a mixture of things, uh, man-made doctrines and some of the truth of God's Word. And so we have to be careful because then people get confused about the way. Truth isn't being taught. If you're telling people that you uh, have to do this or this to be saved, then there's confusion. The man who laughs at heaven and laughs at life after death, you know what they really want, though? That same person, they want to live. Why? When they, when they find out they're sick and they need some medical attention, they don't say, ah, I'm not worried about it. I don't believe in all that stuff. No, they want to live. They will spend the money. They will take the time. They will go to the doctor. They will do what they need to do to try to live a little longer. And when the man who says there is no heaven and no life after death, they get sick, they go to the same doctor we do. And, and, and he wants to live as long as he can, though he doesn't believe in life after death. He wants to live uh, as long as he can. Uh, he, wishes, uh, he wishes it was true that there was life after death. Well, the good news is, if truth be taught and preached, yes, he may not believe it, but there's good news that if you'll put your faith in Jesus Christ, you can live forever in the glories of heaven. If you want to live after you die, uh, then listen, follow Jesus Christ. If you want to live after you die, that, that's that eternal life. It's only going to be found in Jesus Christ. Uh, to live as long as he can is something that beats in the heart of every human being. We want to live uh, most of the times, unless there's some mental problem. And if, um, if he can, boy, he wants to live after he dies. That's why these stories have been written about the fountain of youth. They Wouldn't it be great that we'll never age, we'll never die? Well, Christians, we know what it will be like, uh, but the unbeliever will not. If you want to live, you've got to find the way, the truth. If you find the way to life, then you'll find the truth. All right, so truth has fallen in the street. Where is, where is the truth? You have it there in your hands tonight. This is truth. This is truth. The Bible is truth. Every word of this book is truth. From Genesis to Revelation, it's all truth. When the truth falls in the street, we lose our way. And man dies without God. When the truth is picked up off the streets and held in the a hand of a preacher or a, a Christian that teaches and proclaims that truth, people will come to Jesus Christ for eternal life. What is the truth? Truth says that all of us are sinners. What is the truth? The truth is, as sinners, we are lost and undone and without God. What is the truth? The truth is, Jesus Christ became sin for us and died on the cross of Calvary. What is the truth? The truth is that Christ was buried for our sins, or he died for our sins. He was buried for our sins, and he rose again the third day. What is truth? Uh, that Jesus Christ now sits at the right hand of God the Father. What is truth? The truth is 
that Christ is coming back one day and, and coming back from heaven uh, to earth again to receive all of his own. What is truth? What is the truth? The truth is when he comes, the graves will be opened. The dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive or remain shall be caught up together with them. What is the truth? The truth is in order to get to heaven, you've got to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. What is the truth? The truth is that, that, um, that you, it's not getting baptized that's going to get you to heaven. It's not becoming a member of, of a church. It, it's not by doing good uh, deeds and, and uh, being kind or none of that. You have to, ye must, as Jesus said, be born again. What is the truth? The truth is if you get born again, you receive Christ by faith as your Savior. What is the truth? The truth is that you can be saved right now if you're not. What is the truth? The truth is if you right where you are, a person may be listening, I know primarily right here, I never want to take it for granted. Maybe there is someone here struggling with salvation. Maybe there's someone listening. But wherever you are right now, if you will acknowledge the fact that you are a sinner and that Jesus Christ died for your sins and receive him personally as your sacrifice and your only hope for heaven, then you can be saved. What is the truth? The truth is you can get up today and walk out the doors of this church or wherever you are. You can go ahead and live your life the rest of this week with a confidence that you're going to heaven or remain in your confused state. That is the truth. Truth has stood again in the pulpit. And truth, may, by the grace of God, uh, God will help us to uh, help the truth stand at least in this place at all times. May truth stand in our homes. May truth stand strong and be taught there as well. Truth has not fallen in the street. And, has, and, and because truth is not fallen, that means it's not dead. The, the way is still plain. You can live forever by faith in Jesus Christ. Truth has not fallen here, but we know truth is, is something that is defined differently by depending on who you ask in society. But folks, they need the truth. That's why there's no justice. That's why judgment seems to be uh, misplaced and confused and, and equity is not uh, taking place because truth has fallen in the street. Our Heavenly Father,